Welcome to Going Up North. I'm KCT, and this is episode two. We left off last week with a pretty tense cliffhanger. I had just spotted a fish under Corbin's feet and told him to get ready. Oh, get the spear in the water, get the spear in the water. So let's get right back into the action and find out what happened. Get the spear in the water, Corbin. It's over here. Get it in the water first. You do it. And that's how you do it, bud. <laughs> Got one, bud. Yeah, buddy. Fucking A. Oh, here, give nice me this. Catch. Fold yeah. that chair up. Oh, man. <laughs> that happened fast. Holy shit. Bingo, bango, dude, I told you. Fuck. Is your heart in your throat? Mine is. It is now. It wasn't when I was doing it, luckily. I would have been able to fucking hold the spear. There's a bucker. Oh, we got to throw him outside. Yeah, that's right. Oh, it's going to be fucking cold. <laughs> yep. Here, hand me that chair. Or yeah, you can just set it outside. It's a decent size. Little guy, yeah, not bad. <laughs> For my first one, yeah. Here, hold the spear and give me your phone. Or turn the camera on and then I'll take a picture of you with him. Look at this motherfucker right here. Bingo, bango, bongo. Where do you want to put him? Uh, just, what, just shake him off. That's why we're here, bud. Fucking fire it up now. God, he's gonna roll away. No, he's not. <laughs> go away. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was crazy. Bon oh, sick burn. Bones, bro. <laughs> What's that from? Uh, Clerks 2. Ooh, sick burn. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Super nerd throw up in the bathroom. <laughs> in the closet with the cleaning supplies. We have cleaning supplies? <laughs> <laughs> smells weird in here. Uh, can't tell if I'm uh, my hand's shaky because I'm excited or I'm just that fucking cold from being outside for 30 seconds. It's both, but it's definitely a lot of the oh, first one. Oh. 
It's a fucking rush, dude. Like, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh my god, yes, here we go, here we go, that here we go. Fast. <sighs> Sweet. So now you've done that. Cross that off, I bought the list. And now it doesn't matter what happens, because you got a fucking fish, and that's all. That's why we're here. Well, now I'm gonna. I got bad karma coming my way now, because I killed the fish, but. I'll eat it. No, I was gonna say, we're gonna eat that fucker. Yeah, no, also, it's so fucking crazy. Like you look at you look at it down there, and you're like, "That is the biggest fish I've ever fucking seen." And then you get it up here, and you're like, "Okay, it's a nice size, but yeah. not fucking crazy." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was looking down like, "Oh, it's a, and it's always the first one too." You're like, "Oh, it's a fucking alligator." <laughs> get it? <sighs> I gotta text my dad because you know what we say now. Huh. Oh, I can't text him. Fuck. Why? He doesn't have a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, he had a work phone this summer that he would like text from. But anyways, there's blood on the ice now. <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah, there's blood on the ice, boys. Because that's literally what's going on. There's blood yeah. out there on the ice. Because you skewered him and then you shook him off. That's what's up, dude. So now, this is this is the agreement I make with motherfuckers when they come out here with me. If we see another one, whoever's got the better shot throws. Because you got one. Why? Well, I had the better shot on that one anyway. That's what you think. <laughs> I could have speared it before you ever even saw it. <laughs> I should have too. I've, I've, that, my dad's done that. We've been sitting here and he's just gone like... And I've been like, well, I never even saw it. What? Like, what? Yeah, bud. <clears throat> Crazy. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're saying. You're just like, get the spear. I'm like, the fuck? I don't even see it. And then I just saw it, like, nose in. Its yeah. Head. I'm like, oh shit, there it is. Yeah, it's 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 uh, crazy how far I can see under your feet and you can see under mine, you know? Yeah. Fuck yeah. That's so much more like. I don't know, maybe I just got lucky on it, but that's easier to me than setting a hook. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's like a lot of feel involved in setting a hook. That's just like, I'm gonna. That's just like aim, fish dart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Absolutely. Now? We wait. No, <laughs> should have pissed on us out there. <laughs> my grandpa did. He had some good ones. Like he always had something funny to say all of them. Mm -hmm. And they were ice fishing one time, and he had to go take a leak. And he's like, "Oh, I got a problem." I'm like what? Well, I gotta take a piss. Yeah. So go take a piss. Well, I got three inches of clothes on, only two inches of pecker. <laughs> oh, funny. <laughs> I'm gonna call this fucker back. Hey, what's up? Yeah. I told him, I said, I said, we're not fucking doing the, I'm not walking back to the shore for lunch and then back out here. I said, we're in for the long haul, so I hope you don't have to fucking shit or eat for the next eight hours. Oh, there's blood on the ice, bud. Yeah, we got one. Corbin got one. Uh, shit. I was like, oh, I'm going to text Dad. And then I was like, oh, he doesn't have a phone. 
little one came in just sitting there staring at the decoy, but he fucking nailed her, pegged her good. Okay, cool. All right, we'll see you. Did I tell you about Fat Guy Cries? <laughs> it's a hell of a transition, kid. Yep. Hell of a transition. Fat Guy Cries? Yeah. Uh, tell me all about it. Fat Guy Cries is you get three chances. <laughs> so it's like a game? It's like a game show. Okay, all right. It's a game show. Okay. You get three chances. You, uh, you, can, you can play audio clips or film clips, right? But nothing fucked up, like baby murder or whatever, right? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, and the goal. I mean, of I'm this. glad that you you preface that, but I'm also kind of like, well, yeah, I got. I hope we don't have to fucking we'll tell people, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So the goal is you get three chances. Okay. And the object of the game is to get me to cry. Okay. Oh look, there's a perch. Perchy perch. Yeah, that thing, you you catch it and get it up and it'd be this big. I can't see it. Oh, it's under your feet then. Um, okay. Um, so that's the game. It's called Fat Guy Cries. See, it, it started off as like a discussion of like how well Steve knows me. And I was like, do you think you could do it in three videos? And he was like, oh, easy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, well, maybe we'll have to try. That guy cries. Uh, and, like, you can't use the same video every time. Well, no, I get it. I get it. Like, yeah, that's going to be just... Because there's video... Like, uh, I was telling him, I was like, dude, there's videos every fucking time. Easy. Done. Like, uh, Lou Gehrig, dude. Yeah. Resigning from the Yankees. Yeah. Today, I consider myself the luckiest... Just fucking instantly emotional. I might not start crying, but, like, I get, like, like welled up. You know what I mean? Like, God yeah. damn it, dude. That's so fucking powerful. Yeah. And, like, I don't know why that particular thing. But, um, what? yeah, so... <laughs> fat guy cries. Those little fucking bottom feeders are so creepy. All of a sudden, you see them, like, dart across the bottom. I've seen crayfish down there before. Yeah? Yeah, that's kind of cool. They, like, scoot backwards and shit. <laughs> you know what are fucking bizarre <laughs> animals? Are clams. I was uh, in Alaska visiting my grandmother. At low tide, we go clam digging. Oh, really? Yeah. That's fucking cool. And my uncle, my dad's brother, makes an awesome... Uh, Chowder? Yeah. Fucking really good. That's awesome. And, uh, but yeah, so like going after, going after clams, they're so weird because like, uh, I don't remember exactly how it works, but like they'll dig in and then they end up like sucking the mud through themselves and like yeah. shitting out their bag. And then they'll just fucking, they're just gone. Like they, once they tilt and they'll just like spit a bunch and they're gone. Like you can dig and you can't find them. It's really bizarre. Weird. But, uh, and they're just weird looking creatures too, like their mm -hmm. shells and. Yeah, that's crazy.
shell or whatever way over there looks like a half an avocado. Also, the I, I like I am super fucking anti-technology or whatever, as you know. Yeah. But the advent of being able to order food delivered to me without, without speaking to a person. To somebody, yeah. Because like I, the social anxiety sometimes is enough to be like, I don't want to call. So then you like it forces don't. you to get up to eat. Yeah. Like raw broccoli because that's all you have in your fridge. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, and that's like such a weird thing. Like, and it's to me. It's almost ubiquitous. Like, my brother and I used to argue over who would have to call for pizza. And me and Erica have an established rule. If you call, I pay. Oh, okay. And then we'll argue over who gets to spend an exorbitant amount of money on takeout Chinese food because neither one of us wants to call. Yeah. And it's really not that awkward of a thing. Like, they do it for a job. They understand. You just tell them what they want, what you want. Like... But it's strange to me because almost everybody I know feels that same weird anxiety or that weird... They feel weird about it. Rarely am I with someone who's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, of course I'll call. It's just for delivery. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. Rarely, like, is someone like, oh, I don't care. I don't mind calling. I just... it's That's weird to me. That That's... What what is that? I don't know. No, that's, that's not the norm. That's usually not the case. Mm -mm. Like you say, I've gone hungry from not wanting to go... <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, let me get a large pepperoni pizza, thin crust, extra cheese. Click. That's it. <clears throat> yeah. That's ten that's less than ten seconds on the phone, dude. So I went to bar two oh nine last night. Mm-hmm. Kissing dinner. <clears throat> and uh place was busy. Yeah. Like for a Wednesday night. What time were you there? Happy hour? Yeah. 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 I got there. Six. Five. Oh, yeah, okay. And, um, so there there was, like, only a couple open seats at the bar, and every other table was full, and it was packed. So, whatever, so I pull up at the bar, and there was an older guy next to me. So I ordered my food or whatever, and I ordered some of the pizza wedges from there. Okay. Have you ever had those? Uh -uh. Oh, man, phenomenal. They're, uh, really? Yeah, they're, uh, they're essentially, they're kind of like, uh, um, like pizza rolls, but... For the crust, they use wonton crust, so oh, it's like flaky and crispy. Okay. Really good. Interesting. Uh, so anyway, I ordered some of that because they were half price apps. Oh, word! And I was like, I'm gonna gorge. <laughs> like I'm right. just gonna stuff my face, <laughs> and I did. Oh, anyway, something. Uh, those came out, and the other guy sitting next to me, is like, "Excuse me." He's like, "What? What is that?" I was like, oh, these pizza rolls. You, know, you want to try one? They're really good. You know? And they're like, no, no, I just I hadn't seen those here before. I was like, yeah, they're really good. So we get talking. <clears throat> and he's like, oh, where, where are you from? He's like, you from town here? And he's like, no, I'm from down south by uh, Mankato. I'm from a town called Belle Plaine. And he's like, no shit. I used to live in Belle Plaine. And, you know, I think talked about the, you know, like the technology and all that, too. Like, that, just striking up a random conversation like that is not as common. No. And I think, like, it's it's kind of a skill. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of a craft to be able to just, uh, you know, you pull up next to somebody you don't know, but you're able to have a conversation mm -hmm. with a stranger and then... Which know, is weird find... because you won't call the fucking pizza guy. Right, right. I don't know. But I, you know, we just get to talking and 
And then you know, by the end, I never did get his name. I don't know his name, but you know, it's just one of those things. That at the end of it, he's like, "All right, well, you know, nice talking. Have a good night. Have fun right. fishing, whatever." But it, it's like now it's almost like if you go somewhere, you know, and somebody next to you, like you go to a coffee shop and someone's sitting there next to you and they just try to strike up a conversation, somebody's probably like, "Yeah, this fucking weird old guy." Yeah, you know, I'm just I'm sitting there drinking my coffee, trying to read the news and this guy just wants to start asking me where I'm from and right he wants to fucking talk to me I don't yeah. know you who the fuck yeah. what do you want exactly like there's it's just kind of a lost thing right oh absolutely dude it's cause everyone's staring at their fucking phones all the time Man, dude you know how many times just as guilty. cause I have well right but I go we don't have a fucking employee bathroom which is weird so I have to like go out oh, onto the floor weird. yeah I have to like walk across the floor of the restaurant to get to the bathroom yeah and like you don't even know, dude. Every like, it's fucking disturbing how many times I walk out there to go fucking throw a whiz, and I walk past a table that's like a mom, a dad, and two kids. And every fucking one of them is on their phone. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? What the? F- if I went, it, it, <laughs> first of all, I didn't get a cell phone for a really long time, and I think I had to get it myself. No one gave me. My parents didn't give me a fucking cell phone, and if I would have pulled it off the goddamn dinner table. Motherfucker would have taken it away <laughs> and not it, given it back. It in the garbage. Yeah, like fuck you, dude. Like family meal time was family meal time, yeah. you know. And like this entitlement, fucking bullshit. Like I know everyone's like fucking millennials. I'm a fucking millennial. Whatever. But oh, like that—that's another good point too. Okay, so yeah, like by definition of whatever, like you were born from this date to this date, then then you're a millennial. There's such a rift. In the millennial generation, between the kids that are in high school now and us, yeah, or or the the even the uh, what am I trying to say? Like, the, there's such a rift in that group of the people who fit the stereotypes and generalizations right. of millennials, and and the people who are not at all like that and right. don't, you know, and and they're like, and you know what no I honestly think it is that rift. You know, honestly, what I think it is. A lot of the time, I'm not going to say all the time, but I think a lot of the time, I think that difference occurs between people who grew up well off and people who grew up poor. I think that's a factor. Yeah, definitely. Because I think like the entitlement thing is a little bit more there. Like they thought that they deserved the world because they had the world, and then they yeah. grew up in a world where they didn't get it. Yeah. It's not easy to get it. It's not as easy as it was for their parents to get it. But like me, <coughs> I grew up fucking poor. You know, and so like I didn't have access to the fucking internet. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. or all that, all the, sh- you know, I was like behind. Yeah. In all of that, and like, I had to catch up when I got there in order to be like culturally fluent with my peers. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think the commonality of that is most often economic status. Yeah. That so like you're saying too, like you know, growing up. When you're growing up and shit's not given to you, if you want it, you gotta go get it. Right. That was heavily instilled in me by my mom as well. Like, I wanted a fucking PlayStation. She was like, okay, well, you can start mowing yards for 10 bucks and save up over the summer. And right. Then I'm not gonna buy. fucking give you one for Christmas if yeah, that's what you're yeah, asking. No, and like, no. It's either that or pay rent, dude. Right. Like, and Christmas, I got some, like, fun, trivial things sure. for Christmas. Like, once in yeah. a while. You know, yeah. like, I got, a, I got, like, a Led Zeppelin poster. Right. I wanted that or something like that. But the things I got for Christmas, I got, like, new khaki pants. Right, socks. New pair of shoes. Socks. Yeah. New shirts. You know, uh, 
Which, which as a kid, you're like, mm -hmm. but then like I grew up and I was like, that's awesome. That's exactly what I fucking need. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. I don't have to buy socks ever because mom gives me socks every Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, you know, when I was a kid, like I'd open them like, I'm oh, great. I got a polo shirt. Like, <laughs> I can't even wear this until the summer and fine. I got a polo shirt. And now I'm just like. God, I need to go get some polo shirts. And when my birthday <laughs> comes around, my mom gets me a nice polo shirt. I'm like, fuck yeah. Sweet. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Which I think sometimes gets me in trouble when I give people gifts because I, I think, like, practical is good. And then people are like, yo, bro, why'd you give me socks? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. maybe not friends, but, like, definitely with Erica, sometimes I give her stuff that, like, we need this. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> and then. It doesn't, you know, necessarily always fly. Yeah. Because I should just buy the thing that we need anyways, right? I don't know. Life and love and finance is a weird game. Oops. I'm sure you know. You're fucking married, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, I did it. I did it. All you fuckers. I don't know. And I'm still here to tell you, like, don't, I, nobody rush to get married, seriously. Like, not saying, like, I have regrets that I got married or anything like that, but, they're, they're, like, and, and, and I, I'm, you know, like, I, I got, we got married when we did, and it was, you know, and it happened that way, and that's fine. Um, but, to me, like, sometimes I think about it, I'm like, it really wouldn't be that big of a deal if we waited till we were, like, 30 Get right. married or a little bit later, like it's not gonna change all that much, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, and and or like if you if I would have felt a little more comfortable around then or whatnot, you know. Like, I know people who have been with somebody for a while and everybody just gives them shit. This one guy in particular, and everybody just gives them shit. They're like, "What the fuck are you doing, man? What are you, what are you pissing around for? When, when are you gonna fucking pop the question?" Oh yeah, I get that shit all the time. Not you know? not from my family. But from yeah. people, like, you know, because my family, they just, they know enough to leave me alone or whatever, like. Yeah. Or they're all. Well, so or, other people. All, I mean, also, it's not your business. Also, if we want to do the list, every fucking one of my aunts, uncles, and parents, and fucking, ex except for my grandparents, everyone's been in and out of at least one marriage, if not more. So. Yeah. They know well enough that it yeah. doesn't always work and out. And they're done, like, got the t-shirt. Right. And so, I don't get it from my family, but I get it from people at work. I get it from my friends sometimes. But, like. I tell Erica all the time, like, fucking who cares? Yeah. You know, like, and like, it, it, it is like a step that is helpful in many ways. So. Sure. I mean, it's just like anything else. It's got its pros. It's also got its cons. I got to tell you, once we got married, our fucking tax returns dropped off. Yeah. You know, like we, I fucking used to get, you know. $1,200 back, and last year I think we got, like, fucking four or whatever, you know? Like, yeah, it's, that's it's, true. So, it, that's not always great, but it, it's got its other... It Practical it's, perks. Exactly, right. So, um, yeah, you know, like, going to the doctor and shit like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, you can put spouse and, like, legal status and all that. Like, it's nice to kind of dissolve some of those borders and just make it easy to be a unit. Mm -hmm. Come on, fishies. I see a few of you down there. What? Minnows. Are you down underneath my feet or what? Yeah, they're all under that corner. There's three or four of them. Hmm. There's two right there. See them? Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Little tiny birchies. Yeah. Little stripes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but like, to me, it's just like, what's the fucking rush, man? I mean, right. Really, marriage is a serious thing. And I think it should be treated more seriously than it is. Yeah. Because everybody's like, well, fuck it, if it doesn't work out, and then we'll just right. split our ways. And I'll or just think about how many kids we graduated with were married within a couple of years. I know people were married and divorced already. Right. You know, like, that are our age. Like, yeah. I just mean, like, in that that environment that we went through, you know, like... Well, yeah, because there was the whole... Uh, you know, ring by spring thing. <laughs> and that's weird, dude. It's a, I don't know, I don't think a lot of colleges are like that, but that place is a fucking breeding ground for perfect no, Lutheran that, families. that place is an institution like that. I mean, there was like, when we went there, there was like third and fourth generation cobbers there. Whose well, parents think about, met there and Dude, got dude, Allison's grandparents met there and her parents met there. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Absolutely. So they're, they're they right did. there, you know, so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and there, there was always those, like, families that came in. It was kind of culty, you know, like, there's oh. families that came in, they're like, like, this place is our birthright, mm-hmm. you know, and... We're going to go to homecoming, you know, everything else, and every yeah. year we're here... I'm going to do it just like my daddy did, and his daddy for him! Yeah, dude, it's crazy. And, like, I didn't even really, like, it took me a while to realize that. You know, or see that. But, like, brutal, dude. Weird. Weird, weird fucking place we went to school. Yeah. And my dad asked me last night, and I said I probably knew, but just forgot. How did you end up there? It was really my mom who was like... Because when I was getting ready to graduate, my plan was like, I'm going to go in the Air Force. Because okay. I... Wanted to fly. Yeah, I like airplanes, and my grandfather's in the Air Force, my dad was a jet mechanic in the Navy, like... Oh, no shit? Yeah. How long? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, like, right, like, for a while, or, like, two yeah, years, or... Yeah, no, it was a few years. I don't know. It wasn't, like, a career thing. Okay. But for a few years, it was based out of Mississippi. Hmm. On the USS Lexington. In fact, he sent me this picture the other day. I made it my background on my phone, but... That's him in his flight mask. Nice. Back in the day. So. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. And, um, so, like, aviation's in our blood and all yeah. like that. And so I was like, I'm just going to go in the Air Force. And, like, at first, I'm like, I want to be a pilot. And, like, now I realize, like, you're way too big to be a pilot, right. buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's no way. Like, I could maybe fly a C-130, but there's no way they're stuffing my ass into an F-18. And right. I'm kind of thankful I didn't. Why? Well, now, hindsight, I'm thankful I didn't get into it because uh, the drone program and everything, I would have got... Probably, if I made it through, I probably would have gotten the thick of that. And Yeah, that probably would have been about the time. Yeah, I mean, because it would have been late 2000s, so... Mm-hmm. Or, like, mid-2000s by the time you got done with fucking training and fucking all that other shit, right? Yeah, yeah. So probably would have funneled you into that program or something similar, at least. Yeah, I'm guessing. Um, I probably would have... Or, you know, my other thought was, like, well, I could probably be stationed in Germany, you know? Right, or, like, yeah, do some translation and fucking break mm-hmm. the Enigma code. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So, um, but, so that was my plan. Like, I'm just going to go in the Air Force. My mom was like, well, this place is investing a lot in you and you've got this talent and everything else. So she basically did my college application and it was like, put all my eggs in that basket for Concordia. It's like, either you go to Concordia, if that doesn't go through, you can go to the Air Force. And then I got accepted to Concordia. I'm like, okay. I'm going and they to gave you money, right? A scholarship? Or no? Well, the three out of the four years was just regular tuition stuff, but I got 
um, some some scholarships and, and, and whatnot worked out. Also because we were a low-income family and everything else. Mm-hmm. And FAFSA helped with that. But uh, my junior year is when I applied for the Federation scholarship, and that was the full the full ride, which was amazing. That no was way. My... You got a full ride that year? Yeah, that junior year. Yeah, it was a... Because it was actually... I had to take a leave of absence from Concordia and was enrolled in the universities in Berlin, and which, to go to school in Germany, costs a couple hundred dollars a semester as opposed to thousands of right. thousands. Right. So for them to sponsor me to go over there was really still not... You know, I mean, sure. I, it was valuable, but not like giving somebody a full ride here in the U.S. where it's a fucking... True. You know. 40 grand a year. Yeah, exactly. Plus room and board and whatever else. Yeah. So. Oh no shit. So that's how I ended up there, and, and yeah. And hmm. I guess I didn't. I guess I didn't know that story. And like I, I've told Eric, we've talked about it a bunch. Like people get married and big wedding, spend a bunch of money. People have a fucking kid, spend a bunch of money, time. Fuck, dude, you have a kid. Eighteen years, you can't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> that's one way to look at it. Like. We might not be, like, I get, I feel the pressure, man. Like, I would like to retire, so I I know I should be saving more money than I am. Mm -hmm. Because the more you save, the earlier you save, the more difference it makes. Mm -hmm. This is a proven fact. That's just how investment works. Um, And so I feel that pressure, but at the same time, like, we're young, and we don't have that shit. Like, we want to go for a fucking vacation. We fucking pay someone $15 a day to watch our dog. We don't have to worry about that. And then we can go do whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Right? And that is more... That's similar to this. Like, I'm spending the time and the money on experiences that are valuable to me. Like, me and her are going to talk about fucking crawling through that stupid fucking cave this summer the rest of our lives forever dude yeah it was fucking crazy like and amazing and awesome and we're going to talk about that whole fucking trip like the eclipse the fucking stand on top of a mountain trying to get out of there on some fucking logging road in a fucking sedan like does not <laughs> fuck you like the whole thing right and if that means that like i don't get to retire when i'm 55 or 60 or 65 like Fuck it, dude. If I have to work some bullshit Walmart greeter job yeah. to like help pay my electricity bill because I went and had a lot of fucking fun with like my favorite person mm-hmm. when I was twenty six, mm-hmm. fucking bring it on. You know? Like I've I I was a firm believer in the American dream for a very long time. I believed in the system where you went and you got an education mm-hmm. and then you went and you got a job. And you worked that job as your career until you retired. Mm -hmm. And then you were set and you had a house and whatever, right? But that's just not reality anymore. That life arc is a rarity. It almost doesn't exist anymore. Guys like my dad... It happened in the span of a generation. Less than, I would say. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... It's fucking crazy. Like I said, guys like my dad who have worked for the same company their entire fucking lives and they're gonna, like, those guys like my dad, they're the last ones. Yeah. Some of us will. You know what I mean? Yeah. But just bizarre. So like I say, now I've kind of just come to terms with like, 
well, I'm not going to have a fucking 60 inch TV. Or, you know what? I mean, I have those things because I want those things, not because someone, you know, whatever. Um, I'm not going to live up to the, like, the fucking. The greatest generation ever lived, or whatever. You know, microwaves yeah. just were invented, and moms got dinner at six, or, you know, yeah. like, that shit's just yeah. gone. Oh, the concept of a stay at home mom. Fuck you. It's rare. It's it's Fuck a it's you. a rarity too, or a stay at home anybody. Yeah, it's a rarity because most people need two incomes. You ha you have to. There's no fucking way. Um, I don't know. It's just been beaten into us. The American dream is to be successful. The American dream is what we're living for. The American dream is everything. If you don't have the American dream, you don't have anything. Someone once said to me that like. There is no more middle class. There's just increasingly variations. No, there's just increasing variations of poor people trying to convince each other they're not poor. Mm -hmm. So I'm not middle class. I'm poor as fuck. But I spend money, or I spend money on things, mm -hmm. and some people spend money they don't have on things with credit cards and so on, mm -hmm. so that they can achieve this status of like middle class American dream, white picket fence, two car garage family. When really they should just live within their means and be happy what they have, well, but yeah. there's so much pressure from society to appear not even to succeed, but to appear as though you have succeeded, yeah. because no one cares that you have crippling credit card debt. They care that you have a 60-inch TV in your living room that they can come over and eat guacamole and watch the Super Bowl. Right, right. That's what is expected of you. Yeah. Not living. Not cohabitating with your life partner unmarried in a one-bedroom apartment with a dog and a small TV and no fucking internet and no cable package. Yeah, it's all status. People come in there and they think, like, what is wrong with you? What mistakes did you make? Yeah. What life I didn't make any mistakes, really. What life really? choices like, are you making that you live in such squander? Yeah, it's bizarre, man. Like, discouraging, you know, I mean, it's like... It puts things into perspective, but it's also discouraging. Mm -hmm. But you know, that's another reason why I feel so fucking aimless. Because it's like... What difference does it make? I, I feel a little bit fatalist like that. Like, it's... Fatalist... Burn! I feel a little uh, disenchanted by it, because... My therapist is always like, you think it'll work out for other people, but it will never work out for you. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of the case, yeah. Um... Was that just some dude hog yeah. wild? Yeah. God. Fucking whipping, whipping shitties and stuff, dude. What's he driving? Fucking expedition or an explorer? Yeah, he's just fucking burning it. Crazy. Jesus, God. I know what you mean, though. You stand up in a fucking hurry. Yeah, you're like, well, maybe we're going down, but there's so much ice. Hey, on the good news, there's no fucking berm against my car. Oh, sweet. I got piss. All right. Looks like a lot of people are up there, so that parking Dang. lot probably got cleared. <laughs> Spear, spearfishing in Bemidji. Oh. All right. Sorry, I'm the Bemidji. Yeah. 
All right, well, I'm going to let you go. I'm holding the door shut with one hand talking to you on the other, so. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. Is it just frosted so it won't I go? think, yeah, it's, uh... I mean, we can tie your shut too if you want here. I think we're gonna have to. Oh no, that's what that. All right, fuck yeah, dude. What? Good on you, pops. It's oh, right there. It's bungee. Yep, that's exactly what that's for. Yep. So then, here, check this out. Watch yourself. Should I put it somewhere else in the handle? Nope, that's right. We want it. Okay. Get your spear. Ending on another fish hanger. So you'll just have to come back next week and find out if it's a two fish day or if old KCT is going to choke. As always, in the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter, KCT at Going Up North One. That's the numeral one. Check out the Facebook page. Give us a like and a share. Tell your friends. Thanks for listening. This is KCT, and this is Going Up North. All right. <laughs>